morning. The following events are based on the personal accounts and recollections of three friends who too often find themselves in odd, weird, and flat-out absurd situations. We ask that you only enjoy the stories as they are told and do not try them at home. Please listen at your own risk. Oh, hey, hey, happy Sunday book club. We're on to another episode. I'm Chris. I'm Eric. And I'm Sarah. It's a real uh, sensual introduction. Thanks. It made me feel funny. Oh, yeah? I'm sure it did. <laughs> I got five bucks in my pocket. <laughs> More than I've ever been paid. Now we're selling ourselves. Well, dock me sideways and slap me to South Korea. I can't. What? I mean, it's pretty far away. Dock me sideways. Okay, okay. Let's just break down what has this? been. Yes, yeah, it's like docking, like submarine docking or docking like dick docking? Yeah, like dick docking. It's open for interpretation. I don't know. Um, Interpret it as you and please. And I will say, with, I am penis-less. So I really can't say much, but I'm pretty sure in docking... It's not really sideways about it. You just have to go in the tip. You got to be creative. Where does Korea come into this? Well, that was the part that made the most sense. Again, Chris, you are our creative director. We will follow you blindly, I guess. And, um, to South Korea. Fucking hell. <laughs> and uh, yeah, we'll roll with it. So great. We're in docking now and uh, we have travel plans. Speaking <laughs> of travel, travel plans. plans. <laughs> we bring you to our next episode, number 12, called We Killed Spongebob. And is we can explain. Drunk for Spongebob. <laughs> is it? According to some people. Ah, allegedly. Some people are SpongeBob illiterate. <laughs> What's yeah, yeah. illiterate? <laughs> the same one who are Korean illiterate. Mm. Yeah. All right, guys. So this episode is going to be about us going to Panama City. We briefly mentioned this in one of our older episodes. And Panama City. Go fucking Florida. listen to it if you have not already. Damn Sh- it. Shameless plug. But we're going to go ahead and talk about our trip to Panama City and what exactly went down in that wonderful beach house and all the memories that we will have and be scarred for for the rest of our lives. Well, and this is the follow-up vacation we mentioned from the Damage Control episode. Yeah, so yes. Featuring... Go fucking listen to it. Featuring... Um, Geese. Aviary. The aviary <laughs> uh, restroom experience Chris encountered. The follow-up to that. You want to say the flight fucker we found in the bathroom the flight fucker <laughs> flight fuckers. all right well <laughs> shit was fl- shit was flying that night and we're not talking about the birds so i'm gonna go ahead and introduce everybody that went on this trip there was myself sarah chris eric schmitty bam bam dustin fireball the bouncer and everyone's fan favorite scampers Boo. the one and only there can only be one Thank God there is. One's way more than enough. (laughs) Preach. So this delightful experience began with the first wonderful idea of driving through the night nonstop. 
after we stay up all day. We don't pride ourselves on adjusting our sleep schedules properly to be awake all night. We were spring but, chickens then. We can't do it yeah, We were young and limber and poor. This was back in our poor. Prime. <laughs> <laughs> we're still poor. Yeah, that's we the were only thing that hasn't changed. We're just old now. <laughs> and now we're old and not limber. We've got back problems. <laughs> still my, poor. My hip pops out. Yeah, but so we drove through the night straight through because that was one of the demands of our former dear friend, Destin. And so we broke out the... We divided the vehicles into basically who we liked and who we didn't like. <laughs> oh, that's not I mean, fair. Schmitty wasn't in our that's, car. That's right. Yeah, we liked Schmitty. <laughs> she teamed with them. Yeah, she decided it to was, ride with them. It just made the most sense, though, because at that time, Schmitty and Bam Bam were really close. Yeah. So it just kind of divided that way. And we used your dad's giant Suburban. Yeah. And so we had enough room for five, so we had five and they had four. Right. So it was Destin and Fireball, who were dating at the time, and then Bam Bam and Schmitty. It just so happened to work out that the people we liked were on the same car. Except for Schmidt. I stand by my statement. <laughs> she doesn't listen, it won't matter. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, then Sarah, Chris, myself, Scampers, and the Bouncer Raw in our car. I guess we and I guess we can't really say that the people we like were in the car because Scampers was like That's true. That implies that we like Scampers. It's pretty clear. We don't. Fuck him. Let the record show. <laughs> and you're about to find out many more reasons as to why here in a moment. Oh boy, are we. <laughs> so it was, you know, about two o'clock rolls around and I think Eric started off driving because it was his dad's vehicular. Yes. And um, we, we finally decided, you know, we should take a break and get some sleep because... We're all about health and getting sleep and stuff, so... We are health freaks. I think Sarah started driving after that. I don't know. Someone did. But Pal finally goes to sleep somewhere in the middle of nowhere, Tennessee, and Scampers and I decide, what better way to show Eric how excited we are than to jam some Nat King Cole Christmas music in May? At 4 a.m.? And also, I think it's funny that you guys are like, oh, yeah, we want to show him how much we love him. After he just took the first shift, has drove for probably about six hours, you're like, let's wake this fucker up with some Frosty the fucking snowman. (laughs) I have never woken up more confused in my life. (laughs) And rightfully so. I'm the dead asleep in the middle of the night, driving to Florida in the summer, and his Christmas music blasting very loudly. We're festive. Not just blasting. These three fuckers are in the back seat <laughs> acting like they're we're... fucking carolers <laughs> screaming true. at the top of their lung. Every note was hit. Multiple different octaves. <laughs> there were multiple octaves being hit at the Thank same you. time. It sounded like an acapella choir going to town. Except yeah, it sounded like the acapella group that didn't make it and the rejects are in our back seat. We are rejects. I mean... <laughs> And that's putting it nicely. Well, anyway, as we said, Pal was uh, a little startled. <laughs> and the stupid don't stop there. No, so then we managed, we're down in Florida. It's now 8 a.m. Everyone's waking up because people have slept. We've made it. We're like, and you know, also, we get to the state. We still had like a decent amount to get to where we were going. But we were happy to be in Florida and felt like that was a win. We have made it. Oh, it was sunny and yes, 75. Warm. It was wonderful. You could see the water. Like, it was nice. And what does fucking scampers do? 
What does he do? He does what Scampers does. Right. He pulls out some fireworks. Some, what are they? Bonnerock? Firecrackers. Firecrackers. <laughs> pulls out some firecrackers, decides he wants to light them, and he's going to throw them out the fucking window during traffic. Like, this is going to be funny. Didn't he throw them at their car? At the other car? Probably. I don't that think he was like actually he targeting do. cars. He was just throwing it out the window in the well, shoulder, but he thought it'd be funny when another car pulled up next to it and they popped next to their car. No, it, there was no one on the road at this point. We were in the sticks in rural Florida when this happened. All I know is Scampers is lighting fireworks and he's, he's throwing them out the window. And I'm like, what the hell is wrong with you? One, we are in a car on the way to Florida. Why the fuck do you have fireworks? Two, why are you throwing them out the car? Three, it's 8 a.m. What the hell are you doing? I think I have an answer for all three of these questions. Let me hear it. It was fucking Scampers. Right? <laughs> I knew it! <laughs> The crew is feeling nice and wild, so the bouncer thinks it's going to be a great idea. Let's open up the sunroof, and he just wants to stick his head out the fucking sunroof and pretend like, you know, he's some 16-year-old girls going to Vegas. <laughs> That's exactly what he looked like, too. I'm not sure what good a 16-year-old has in Vegas, but I get your point. Um, like we said, we drive through the night. We get there relatively early. We, um, I, I don't think we could check into the place till like two o'clock. So there was time to kill. So what we did was get breakfast, relax for a little bit, enjoy the weather while we could. Then we went to a uh, grocery store and got food for the week. Then we were all business. We went and got alcohol. Oh, that's when we got that nasty ass pinnacle. Yeah, we'll get there. Oh, (laughs) we got alcohol. For the week, so lots of alcohol. And then went to the house. We could finally check in by that point. And we are a little competitive. So naturally, we have to turn everything into a bet of some sort. And there must be a loser. And that person always gets punished one way or another. So, naturally, we had to decide who was going to throw up first. It wasn't a matter of if somebody was going to throw up. It was who was going to throw up first from alcohol. No one would have gotten this right no one did get this right we assumed it would probably be me yeah or scampers well yeah anybody but who ended up being the lucky chosen one anyway like we said we have loads of alcohol we are excited to be in florida we i don't know what we did during the day but we decided to get going pretty early so we play drinking game after drinking game as only the book club can and We are running on very little sleep. So, things, you know, get going pretty quickly, given we have not eaten a whole lot, we have not slept a whole lot, and there are a lot of alcoholic beverages laying around. So, I I don't even remember what we we started with, but people started, you know, dropping kind of early, but... Yeah, no, I... So, for this trip, I stayed up the entire trip down. So, I was very tired by the time that we got there. And so, for me, I drank for a little bit, and then I was like, guys, I'm tapping out. Like, I'm going to bed. Y'all continue your shenanigans, but I'm going to sleep. Like, I'm exhausted. Yeah, you, you're usually the designated entertainer in, in car trips. <laughs> and by that point, I was just like, I'm done. I'm going to bed. And so, I go to sleep, and then you and the bouncer, you went to the beach, right? Well, the bounce, well... Let me, let's back up a little bit. The bouncer had actually gone to bed at this point too. And I, you know, go to wake him up. I'm like, hey buddy, we're, we're going to go to the beach. He kind of like half opens his eyes, like grins really wide. And he's like, 
okay. <laughs> so, you know, we're, I don't, there was like four or five of us going out to the beach and on our way out, the bouncer wakes you up and is like, you need to keep drinking. So naturally you keep drinking. Well, no, no, no. At first he was like, you need to keep drinking. And I was like, just, just go to the beach, bud, go to the beach. And I was like, I'm not getting up. And then I laid there and I was like, and I kept hearing everybody upstairs laughing and cheering and going on and on. I was like, I need to go see what's going on. Like, I need to be a part of this. Peer pressure at its finest. Yes, 100%. And so I go upstairs, and everyone's playing Pong and drinking, and everything's just flowing, and they're having a great time. And so someone's like, okay, Sarah, well, you need to catch up. And I was like, that makes sense. This is our competitive spirit. Mama ain't raised no bitch. Right. (laughs) You were right. I've not been drinking for the past, you know, 45 minutes. That makes sense. I should drink. So I take this pint of booze and I just start sipping on it and just drinking. And before I knew it, 10 minutes had passed by and it was gone. You're a monster. Nasty ass. I had the best of intentions. Cheers. And this is where... Pause for cheers. And that was when things started getting a little hazy for me and I really didn't know what was going on and I just started moseying around having my good time and dancing drinking hanging out and the world went black meanwhile we did go to the beach and the house that we rented was maybe a five minute shuffle to the beach i mean it we're pretty much on the water and it's dark we make our way down the like three flights of stairs we had to go down to the beach we you know it's there's no clouds in the sky we go just to look at the stars, <laughs> and I look over at the poor bouncer who is just drunk out of his mind, and his mouth is wide open, <laughs> like just looking up at the stars, not blinking, just in awe. Drunk shit. Yeah, hammered, and you guys are on the beach, and I we, we went to the beach at night, so I know what it looked like. It was just like, honestly, the sky... Everywhere you looked was just filled with stars. It's so pretty and it's so peaceful. And to the bouncer, this is the be- most beautiful thing he's ever seen in his entire life. Yeah, pretty much. So while this is happening at the beach, again, guys, I have now blacked out at the beach house. And so I'm going to have my good friend Eric pick up this story because I don't remember. And you're about to find out why. The rest of us, of course, were drinking and going crazy this entire time as well. But I think there's one point where Sarah disappeared. And we knew she was really fucking drunk. So after a while, we went to go find her. And in this house, the living room and kitchen, everything were upstairs, and all the bedrooms were downstairs. So myself and Fireball, we went downstairs to find you. Well, we found something. You were laying on the floor, the hardwood floor, in your bedroom, which was the master. So the bathroom, the bathroom door was right next to the bed. And you're basically have your arm like half in the bathroom, face down on the floor, laying in your own puke. Guess what, book club? I threw up first. (laughs) Bitch lost. (laughs) I mean, you did kind of make it to the bathroom. I guess. was in the bedroom. (laughs) I'm just saying, the Italian, I get it. I understand. Just a couple steps too short. (laughs) Sometimes those extra steps are a frigid bitch, man. You can't do it. So, Fireball and I, of course, we're so nice and always have the best of intentions. So, we're like, oh, we're trying to help Sarah up, but she's just dead weight. She is passed out. Cheers. She is not functioning. Cheers. So, we try to wake her up, and she's not responding. 
like, Sarah, Sarah, wake up. We're like poking her, pushing her, and she just won't budge. And I'm like, Sarah, wake up. You're laying in your own puke. You pop your head up. You kind of turn a little bit and go, that's fucking disgusting. And plop it right back down <laughs> in the puke. <laughs> and we're like, God damn it. You need to move. So then we just start, I don't know why we decided to do this, but we start dragging you by your feet. Well, then you had the consciousness to grab the doorframe of the bathroom <laughs> and held yourself there so you would stay in the puke. It's a pillow. I guess so. The, the warmth must have kept you there. I just remember waking up the next day, and I, I was so afraid because I had laid on my bed. So at some point during the night, I'm assuming I got up, and I was laying on my bed and I had burrito wrapped myself. You know what I mean? Like where you lay right in the middle of your comforter and you wrap one side around you, you wrap the other side around you. Well, I kept trying to get out. I was fucking freaking out because I couldn't get out because I wasn't aware that I had burrito wrapped myself. And so I'm trying to move my arms and I was like, oh my God, I'm dead. Like, I was like, this, <laughs> this is, is it. it. Yeah, this is what death feels like. You're trapped. And At least I, you're comfortable. I, oh my God, I was so scared. And so then I was like, okay, first things first, where's my phone? This will help answer some things. Nothing was on there. I was like, okay, feeling pretty good. So I peeked my head out the door, and the bouncer's like, oh, my God, you're alive. And I was like, that's a weird thing to say to somebody. <laughs> Obviously, you are too. Yeah, and I was like, okay, I don't know what that means. And he was like, Sarah, he was like, you were pretty drunk last night. And I was like, you're dramatic. Fuck that. No way. I was in bed, bitch. It's fine. And in this house, the bouncers, scampers, Eric and Chris were all in bunk beds in one room. It was awesome. The party room. Right. And so... You guys all start waking up, and you're like, oh, my God, you're awake? Because it was like 7 a.m. And you're just like, oh, my God, you're awake? Like, you're alive? What happened? I don't know why we were all awake, too. But... I don't either. And <laughs> We I... probably, I, I just picture it being like, you know those, like, amateur videos of people recording, like, Bigfoot? They're like, oh, my God, it's him. Right. <laughs> just, like, hear, hear the bouncer, like oh my God, Sarah's awake and everyone just pops up out of their sleep. (laughs) And I remember I found my shirt in my room that I was wearing the night before and there was like, it was like stuff on it and I was like, oh no. Because I don't know why. This is the only memory I could recall from the previous night was that I was looking at the roof on the balcony and it looked like a slide and all I kept thinking was that would be fucking cool if I slid off this right now. And so I kept thinking, son of a bitch, Sarah, you slid off this balcony and you landed in the bushes. That's all I kept thinking. Little did I know that I threw up and that was just puke on my shirt. You were rolling around in it. That right. would have been funny too, though. Oh. <sighs> Probably would have had some broken bones sliding off the second floor. I don't know. I got a... Never mind. You land in the bushes? <laughs> you got a what? I, was, I got a fat ass. <laughs> I landed right on it. <laughs> but I was just like... And everyone's telling me what I did. And I'm like, oh no. And I'm just thinking about it. And I was like... I remember going to bed, and I was like, and then I could, it starts coming back to me. I was like, shit, I woke back up. Oh, no. Oh, no. And so I'm looking at the bouncer, like, this is your fucking fault. Like, I went to bed. If I would have been left there, I would have never done any of this. I would have been okay. Let the record show, this could be one of the very few things not blamed on scampers. Not yet. Good job, scamps. Trip's still young. <laughs> We're not even 24 hours into our Florida adventure. and uh, Anyway. We decided every morning on this trip, we were going to drink margaritas. You know, normally people start with coffee, orange juice, solid breakfast, you know, fuel for the day. You look not normal. I recommend a different phone book. Yeah. Yeah. We start ours off with salt and limes, bruh. And tequila. 
I just remember I was like so embarrassed by what happened because I was like, damn it, I'm the bitch who threw up first. Like I was so upset. And Schmitty shits in my room. Would you like a morning margarita? Absolutely. <laughs> I, I think that's what woke me up. I heard the blender going. And so yeah, I rolled around in bed for a while. The minute I got up, I'm like, first of all, who the hell is cooking at whatever awful hour in the morning it is? And I go upstairs and there's Schmitty. She turns to me, good morning, you want a margarita? I was like, uh, no, but I'm going to have one anyway. <laughs> Literally everyone else is drinking them. And the Fireball and Destin were both early risers too. So, so it was Bam Bam. Yeah. So like, I mean, people were up early. There And it's not a very big house and sound carried because the hardwood and whatever. So once the once the blender's going and drinks are getting slinged around, Slung. I don't know if that's sling is not a word. Slingeth. <laughs> Slide. <laughs> anyway. Well, and People also are, like like Eric said, the bedrooms were all in the basement, so everyone is basically walking above you and doing things above you. So the blender is kicking on right above you, like. You're going to hear things in this house. And we're drinking tequila with nothing in our stomach to start the day off. At like, things got loud really fast. And the beach, was, yeah, the beach was kind of relaxing, though. We were just sitting there and drinking. Nothing was going too crazy. I think a lot of us had a buzz from the margaritas. Getting more dehydrated, laying in the sun. Right. But I, it wasn't like we, like, did anything crazy at the beach. We all were just kind of relaxing there and hanging we, out. We needed some R&R after the night before. Right. <laughs> Plus the drive down. We are northerners. And uh, northerners have to pace themselves in the sun. We got burnt real fast. Because we're stupid and barely any of us wore sunscreen. Well, yeah. It, I mean, we started the day off with tequila. I mean, decisions don't make much sense. But the next day, we wake up and, I mean, just about everyone is sunburned. And nobody wants to go out in the sun. Which was our first ever and only good decision. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We were trying to be responsible. We chose health. And then it's a slippery slope. Health. <laughs> yeah, that didn't last long. Yeah, st- we had a solid 20 minutes. Yep. Uh, I wouldn't even give us that much credit. Because it was, oh, we can't, or we shouldn't go outside? Guess we gotta get drunk then. <laughs> and then, yeah, no, it's, oh, we shouldn't go outside. <laughs> the blood is starting up, here comes the morning margarita. <laughs> I don't know how time works, but because we didn't go to the beach, even though we could have sat there and drank, we had way more time to get drunk in the house. Way Just yeah. more time. So... We've talked about this Pinnacle Vodka. I mean, we got a handle of Pinnacle Vodka. Not the whip stuff. That stuff is good. We got the plain vodka, and nobody liked it. And we did not want to come back with anything more than we came with. Because gas mileage, right? Gas mileage. We're not wasteful. No. So we have to get rid of this vodka in the quickest way possible. What better way to get rid of vodka than Circle of Death? If you are not familiar with this game, basically there are three rings. Of cards. Of cards. And each card is worth a number of drinks. So you go from, I think, ace is low, king is high, or whatever. It doesn't matter. And then the second ring is double, and the third ring is triple. You see how quickly things add up. And things are based on, like, you got a 50-50 shot. It's black or red. Right. If you're wrong, you got a drink. Well, we had gummy bears. So we soaked those bad boys in the vodka, thinking, you know what, maybe it'll taste a little bit better in the vodka. Or with gummy bears in the vodka. And we were wrong. We were real wrong. I thought, or I came to the conclusion that if you don't chew them, if you just, you know, tilt your head back, open the hatch, and let those bad boys slime down your throat. Let them bears climb down that tree. 
I'm like, you were just throwing them. Literally, like, it was like a water slide. They were sliding down straight into your I stomach. I was taking other people's drinks, too. So I'm like, y'all are idiots. You're, you're chewing these. They're disgusting. Yeah, the bouncer wouldn't take, take it. it. Well, right. <laughs> yeah. But everyone else, this is what I think is funny, is Chris is like, y'all are dumbasses. No, we were rejecting this nasty-ass drink and versus just, like, getting drunk and swallowing them like pills. We are like, no, these are nasty. We're not drinking this. And Fer goes, fuck it, I'm going to do it. And so you're throwing them back left and right, swallowing spoonfuls of these fucking nasty gummy bears. Just trying to be a team player. Much appreciated. It didn't end real good for me. <laughs> no. So, guys, this is where... um. It gets dark for Chris. And like we said, he is just taking all these gummy bears. Well, that's not even including what he's already drinking. I had the best of intentions. I bet you did. I did too. So then Chris disappears. And I was like, what the hell? Where did he go? And I go downstairs. This motherfucker is laying in the hallway, passed out asleep. And I'm like, hmm. It looked comfortable. There right. are seven beds My in this house. Right. And also, like, you had the couch upstairs. Like, you ran away from all the comfort and went to the floor. And so I'm like, come on, Chris. You need to get up. You need to get up. I finally got you up, and you went into my room. And you're sleeping, and everything's fine. Next thing I know, I'm like, I'm going to go check on him again, make sure he's okay. And I go into my room, and I'm like, what the fuck is that smell? And it reeks of vomit. That motherfucker threw up exactly where I threw up at. I remember this. I I had the spins, so I went to sleep in what was like the only comfortable spot. And when y'all started messing with me to try to get me to go to bed, that and I got like up us. to go to bed, it's like motion sickness. It just you know makes its way out of you. So you fell on the hallway. No, I, that was the only spot that was comfortable. And then you went and slept in my bed. The hardwood floor is what was comfortable. Yeah. And then you threw oh, it. Oh, okay. Yeah. I apologize for not understanding. Mm. Yeah, makes sense now. I'm glad we could clear things up. Well, while Chris was doing, you know... That. Chris shit. <laughs> yeah, that. Um, we also had a special visitor at the house. Um, I believe we oh, named her Cecilia. And um, she was our blow-up doll. Yeah, it's a classic stripper name. Yeah, and she was just... I that got was the name of our church. <laughs> It's also the name of uh, Speedy's cat. Amen. <laughs> so Amen. this was gifted to me for my birthday. And I just remember she lived in my closet for a long time because I really did not know what the hell I was going to do with her. So Panama City Beach, hell yeah, she's coming along. Where else am I going to take her? Perfect time for Celia to come out of the closet. She did. She got, she made her way around um, <laughs> our lunch meat selection. <laughs> <laughs> And the sad part is, we mean that literally. <laughs> yeah, no, she just kind of hung out. She was, she was totally a part of this adventure, and she just, she was there. And I am sad to say, um, she did die in that house. Moment of silence. How did she die? <laughs> I, uh, she just got abused on that trip. I mean, we have a picture of hot dogs in places. It wasn't just that. It was like she was just abused because, like. Not, like, abused, like, everyone was raw-dogging her, but, like, she was abused, but, like, Chris would piss me off, and I'd use, like, a bat, and I'd whack him with it. Because <laughs> that's what you use blow-up dolls for. Right. Like, it wasn't, like, anything, like, sexual. It was just, like, the stupidest shit was happening to her. But I just remember one day she was laying in the hallway, and she was just flat. And I was like, oh, no! <laughs> she had <laughs> Not a, so soon. She had an extra hole in her. Right. That was, like, day three. She died. <laughs> like I said, she got beat up. <laughs> yeah. It, Poor thing. Do you guys remember the night that everyone was, like, laying in my bed? I think we had went to the beach or something. We were all just kind of relaxing. 
And so it was me, Chris, Eric, Scampers, and the bouncer, and we were all just laying in my king size bed. One by one. Sounds like a country song. It does. We're all just laying in my country bed. To iTunes near you. And so we were all laying there, and I remember Scampers had went to bed, Eric had went to bed, and the bouncer went to bed. Well, my room, the door to leave my room, and the door to the closet are right next to each other. Poor Chris goes to get up and goes to walk out of my room. That motherfucker opened up the closet door and ran right into the back of the closet. <laughs> Let's clear some things up. I'm blind. One, it's dark as shit. And I'm trying not to wake anyone up. So, you know. Snuck <laughs> right into that closet. The closet, is as, <laughs> the closet is as dark as the hallway should be. So I thought, yeah, I might be in the right place. Until I hit the wall. I just remember you hitting the wall and I just hear, fuck. <laughs> and I hear that door close, the hallway door open, and you walk out and you slam the door. <laughs> I was like, oh dear God, that poor kid. And of course, it's just me in my room, so I'm laughing my ass off, and there's no one in there to share this moment with. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, it was just, it was so funny. I'm glad you enjoyed my pain and suffering. That's usually what we get a kick out of. So, with this trip, like we had mentioned in the damage control episode, there was some tension between us and Destin and Fireball and Bam Bam. And so I think we were getting along for the most part. But anytime like anyone had a disagreement, it just felt like there's a lot of tension that kind of came back up. And so our friend Fireball does not like seafood. And it was a big deal. But also has not tried it. Right. Which, whatever. <laughs> that's her own thing. It, it, it smells funny to her credit i guess but right. has not given it a chance we were trying to figure out where we could go because we had planned a fancy night where everyone brought nice outfits and we were going to go out and have a nice fancy dinner together so we had this restaurant planned out where right before we're getting ready to leave it suddenly is this big problem that we're going there because what is you know fireball going to eat if it's all seafood how dare we not think of her how dare we not you know do anything also guys First thing on the menu, chicken wings. Chicken wings. Like we looked, we looked around. We made right. sure that there were chicken tenders on the menu because that's what she wanted. Right, and so it snowballed into this huge thing that you know we weren't thinking of her and we were being selfish and all kinds of different shit. And we went to dinner, and even at dinner, it was completely awkward. Everyone was just acting like they were pissed off. The table was split just like the cars were. Right, <laughs> and it was just like it was miserable, and you know. I'm over here annoyed. Like, we're in the middle of our vacation. I just want to get through this. Like, why are you acting like such a bitch? At this point, we'd had, like, we still had, like, two days left. Right. And I was just kind of, I was annoyed. I was so fed up and I was so done. And it was kind of very similar to when we were at her house. I was like, you know, I'm not going to sit here and let you ruin my time for me. Like, I've had enough. If you want to be a bitch, be a bitch. But I'm not going to fucking hang out with you. And... I remember we got back to the house and it was turned into this huge drama. And it was just, it was so awkward. So awkward. I remember there was one day, uh, I, we were probably like waiting to go to dinner or something. And the four of us, the guys, decided we could play um, beer pong while we were waiting on everyone else to get ready. And this is upstairs. And at this point, there was already a little bit of tension. So the, the other four, um, Bam Bam... Destin, Fireball, and Schmitty were all hiding downstairs from us. And Sarah's getting ready, taking her time. So we, we play beer pong, and things got carried away. 
naturally scampers is wearing a toga and by toga i mean a sheet (laughs) i remember somehow a picture got taken down and we started like batting the beer pong balls and (laughs) i just remember like because the the stairwell is open and we were playing kind of near the stairwell and someone hit a beer pong ball down into the stairs as bam bam was coming up the stairs and scampers being scampers sprints down the stairs on the hardwood is sliding all over the place in just his toga and his boxers and almost took bam bam out like halfway up the stairs you guys are almost playing like dodgeball with the ping pong it, balls it got dangerous very fast it, i don't know how we didn't break it around but yeah we, i remember we, that they were not happy with us because we were using paintings as bats that's understandable <laughs> after security deposit we're fixing not to get back Right, but it was the way that, like, they went about it. It wasn't like they even, like, said, can you guys, like, stop doing this? This is a terrible idea. It was, you heard them yelling down in their bedroom. I can't believe they're, and I'm like, you guys are so immature. Just fucking say something. Well, they were assholes the entire trip. There's no question. Right, it was just, honestly, guys, we should have given their money back at McDonald's, and we never should have went. It was a terrible experience. It was super, super awkward. It was just, it was bad. How'd that damage control go there, scampers? Yeah, Thanks. I mean, we had a good time, but with them, it was just miserable. And so the fight ends up escalating to the point that Destin decides to swing his dick around. It's like, well, we're leaving. We get home from dinner and we're playing our own games again because we, you know, we weren't going to let the tension ruin our trip. Destin like storms upstairs and takes all the balls from us. I forgot about that because we were playing with them and he was like, well, I brought these and took them and like walked away. And then, oh, sorry. Before that, Bam Bam came up and packed a cooler and went back downstairs. Yeah. and then (laughs) So they could drink downstairs around or away from us. And then, you know, the balls are taken from us and not three minutes later, he comes back upstairs and starts screaming at us about how we're excluding him from everything and blah, blah, blah. And that was pretty much, I think that was the last night because by that time they didn't really have to deal with us anymore. So they let their frustrations out and it turned into what it was. Well, and book club, you'll learn this about me. I am very protective over my friends. If you're in my inner circle, you're in my inner circle and I will protect you. I remember sitting there in that chair and then Destin comes up and starts screaming at you guys. And for me, I was like, fuck that. And I just started going off and I was so fucking pissed off. And I just let go ahead. What's the fucking funny? No, go ahead. What's the fucking funny? Go ahead. <laughs> What's funny? I just remember like Destin is in the middle of screaming at you and the bouncer like pushes you all the way. <laughs> it's like, look at me, <laughs> look at me. <laughs> Yes, I forgot about that because I'm screaming. You're like on the verge of tears. That's when he jumped in. Yeah, I was ready to go. The bouncer pushes me out of the way and he's like, you're done talking to her. He's like, look at me. Look at me. He gets in there. He's like, look at me. (laughs) I'm the captain now. (laughs) And I remember the bouncer went in on him. Like he was fucking fed up too. He's like, I'm fucking done. You were talking to everybody like shit. You were being a fucking asshole. And it was like, over the dumbest shit. Like it was like, and he kept saying, he was like, well, you guys didn't even look at the menu. And we're like, you fucking dumbass. The first thing on the menu was chicken wings. Like, shut the fuck up. Well, and we, so stupid. We're in an area era of technology. We sent them the menu. <laughs> right. They knew. And it was so dumb. And then I remember fireballs upstairs. Why didn't you tell me there was chicken wings? <laughs> Bitch, we're past the chicken <laughs> wings now. <laughs> shut shut up. You know how to bounce, fucking read? Well, the bouncer's like, can you read? <laughs> <laughs> 
then, so yeah, they're like, we're leaving, we're packing up our stuff, we're going home. And we're like, okay, bye, well, like, they, get they your left shit. very early the next morning. Right. And also, after this, on the way home, we were supposed to all go to Nashville and stay in Nashville together. We actually did plan responsibly on the way home. Right. We wanted to go have a night in Nashville where everybody could hang out. Well, they're like, no, we're not doing that. We're driving straight home. We're not doing anything else with you. We're leaving. Okay, fine. Pack up your shit and leave. Yeah. I don't care. And let the record show, we canceled one room, so we spent that money in Nashville. Mm-hmm. We used their money to have fun. We, uh, we actually did have fun in Nashville. We uh, took like a horse-drawn carriage thingy through the city and did a little sightseeing, ate barbecue. Nashville has this pretty thing. It's called the Passenger Bridge where you're able to like walk across the river and you're able to get a beautiful view of the city. We went and did that, took a bunch of group pictures together. So us five honestly did have a really nice time. There's a lot of live music. We just kind of walked around and saw a bunch of different stuff. It's only like a four or five hour drive from where we were. So we had a lot of time in Nashville. Yeah, and it was really nice. And, you know, I'm glad it was us five. I think it was really nice. I wish Schmitty could have been a part of it, but that's okay. But we still had a good time, and it was very, very sweet. And we get back to the room. We're like, okay. Like, we didn't want to stay out too late either because we wanted to get back so we could go. We could actually sleep and get up and drive the next day and not be exhausted. We're halfway home at this point. But there's still plenty of time for scampers to be an asshole. This bastard decided... Since the hotel room we were in was two queen beds, which is easy for four people, but there were five of us. He's like, oh, no, I'll just, like, sleep on the floor or do something. We're like, okay, you know, that's nice of you to offer that. Well, this dumb son of a bitch decides (laughs) that he's going to sleep. First, he decides he's going to sleep on the table in the hotel room. On the desk. On the table. It was a desk. Oh, my God. The thing's, like, three or four feet long. I'm like, and he's like, oh, no, it'll be fine. I'm like, okay, sure, whatever. On a desk with a bed sheet. Yeah. <laughs> his his feet are dangling off the yeah, edge. Sure. Oh, my God. And so, of course, that didn't last long. And when everyone else falls asleep. I wonder why. He ends up crawling into the bed I was in. I think I was in the bed with you. No. Uh, with oh, yeah, I was with me and the yeah. bouncer. I was like, <laughs> I had leg room. <laughs> uh-huh, I'm sure you did. Yeah. Yeah, so, my half bed. So he crawls in. <laughs> Now we just fast forwarded like eight years. <laughs> I'm angry now. <laughs> we, so Scampers crawls into the bed with the bouncer and I. Well, he thinks he's being thoughtful by laying the opposite direction we are at the bottom of the bed. Like a dog. Like, like a fucking a dog. dog. Like a fucking Scampers. <laughs> like, like, I don't know, Scampers sleeps on the table. What type of pest Scampers is. But he's laying there like horizontally, if you will. I can't stretch out. I can't move. The bouncer can't move. We're just like stuck where we're at, like sleeping in a ball, basically. Talk about a bad dream, waking up and kicking a scampers on the edge of the bed, (laughs) not being able to stretch your feet out. And he slept like a fucking baby. (laughs) And I don't know that I slept the rest of the damn night. I was so fucking mad. He said, piece of shit. (laughs) Fuck you, scampers. (laughs) And we then, you know, we woke up the next morning, we drove home, everything was fine, but... All in all, I think it was a good trip. I definitely enjoyed myself, but I think it was a good trip because us five... We made the most out of what we had. Right. Us five kind of got into our own little world, and we just made sure that us five had a good time and basically said, fuck it. We had kind of already expected that things would go sideways, and we were just waiting for it, but we, like we said, we made the most of what we had and made sure that we had fun because we were on vacation. Right. So, Eric, Chris... What lessons do you think we learned from this 
story. If you think you're about to go on a vacation with a bunch of douchebags, tell the douchebags they ain't going. <laughs> think again. <laughs> Firecrackers don't belong in cars. If you were woken up in the middle of the night and your best friend says that you need to get drunk with him, you pull them underneath that fucking cover and you take them to bed. <laughs> you cuddle them until they fall asleep or die. <laughs> and you choke them out until they fall asleep. <laughs> there are a lot of lessons in this story. Use your cell phone light if you're trying to leave a dark room. Bring your own ping pong balls. <laughs> Bring in a, a backup blow-up doll. <laughs> Bring two Cecilias. <laughs> Bring I mean, the sisters. The right way. <laughs> Twins. And always read the fucking menu. Don't be a picky bitch when you go to Florida. Try some goddamn seafood. Chicken tender ass eating bitch. Chicky teddy ass eating bitch. <laughs> so, Alright. <laughs> You like that one, huh? <laughs> stupid. Right. Stupid. Stupid, Chris. <laughs> All right, book club. That is the end of this episode. If you like what you hear and you want more from us, check us out on Instagram. We are Stories from the Phone Book. We are also on Twitter. We are the Phone Book Thoughts. Dot, 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 dot. Thank, 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 thank. Slang, 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 slang. And we'll be here the same time next week. Stay stupid, fuckers. Oh,